Hi Govanen, welcome to Tolkien Lore Channel, I'm the Tolkien Geek, and in this video I wanted to talk about something that when I first read The Lord of the Rings always kind of puzzled me and for a long time continued to puzzle me, which is the very end where Sam simply comes home and says, well I'm back, and that's the end of the story. It always seemed like a very strange ending to the story, or any story, and for a long time I didn't really understand it, but over time, as I read more of Tolkien's letters and things where he explained his thoughts and considered the story in, you know, more context, I think I've finally come to really understand what it's about. So I wanted to explain my theory on the meaning of the ending of The Lord of the Rings. So the starting point for this video is Sam's character arc, because obviously the ending is all about Sam. And Sam, according to Tolkien, is the the main hero of the story. And I've done a video before on all four Hobbits' character arcs, and Sam's is really about him becoming his own independent person. He starts off as Frodo's servant, and not much more than that. He helps Frodo. He you know looks after Frodo. He does everything he does. Almost is really about Frodo. And so he starts off as kind of almost an ancillary tack-on, not so much his own person. Mary, on the other hand, is very much an independent actor and the leader of the conspiracy that is all about making sure Frodo doesn't leave the Shire alone. And Pippin even has you know some agency, even though he's clearly not the mastermind of the group. But Sam is really just kind of there. Over time, however, we start to see Sam engaging more in his own independent actions and also becoming more and more his own person. And by that, I don't mean just that he's, you know, his own thing, but also that he ends up not merely being Frodo's servant, but occasionally going even against Frodo, having his own different opinions and disagreeing with Frodo. We start to see his own independent actions at least as early as Lothlorien where he, you know, starts to take thought for the road ahead and then, you know, especially when they part ways with the rest of the company at the, the Falls of Rauros, the, you know, taking a rope for himself to make sure they have a rope for the road, you know, following Frodo despite Frodo trying to get away on his own and, you know, thinking about that on his own. He's starting to do his own thing, you know, act on his own and really engage in his own stuff. Now, it's still in service of Frodo, but it's more than just, you know, doing the hard work for Frodo. And we start to see this more and more when Gollum comes into the picture because he disagrees with Frodo about Gollum to a pretty large extent. And he, he voices his disagreement with Frodo. You know, they have some disagreements. And it's nothing like the movie where, of course, it ends up being a huge fight and Frodo tells Sam to go home. But still, they voice different opinions and it's clear that they do have different opinions. Sam doesn't ever buck Frodo and Frodo never squashes down Sam's opinions because he realizes that Sam is in some sense right. He just thinks that it'll be okay as you know, for a while yet. But nevertheless, Sam is having to, you know, kind of step into a more independent role. And of course, when Frodo is captured, that really steps up a notch and he almost takes the really monumental step of 
finishing the quest on his own. He doesn't end up doing that, of course, but from that point on, after the rescue from Kirith Ungol, he is more or less in the driver's seat. Frodo has exhausted most of his own willpower in just trying to hold off the, the lure of the ring, and so Sam is really the one to finish the quest for the most part. So that really is his character arc, and when he comes back to the Shire, and then he marries Rosie, that's in a sense, kind of the completion of that, but it's really not entirely the completion of that because he's still very attached to Frodo. And even after marrying Rosie, you know, the, the whole conversation he and Frodo have before that, you know, Frodo's like, well, you want to marry Rosie, but you also don't want to leave me. Well, how simple, just marry Rosie and move into Bag End. It seems like a strange living arrangement, Frodo having Sam and and Sam's wife move into Bag End with him, but, I mean, Bag End is a rather large hobbit hole, so presumably there is plenty of room. But it shows that Sam has really not completely become his own person yet. Now, what's interesting here is Frodo, at the very end, when he's about to leave, will tell Sam, you know, you can't leave yet. You have to be one and whole for many years, and you will be. And he's referring to the fact that Sam can't come with Frodo yet because Sam has responsibilities in Middle-earth. Frodo, being a bachelor, unattached, and you know much more wounded by the quest than Sam is, he needs the healing that he can receive in Valinor more than Sam, and he has no real obligations in Middle-earth to keep him in Middle-earth like Sam does. And so he's telling Sam, you know, you have to be one and whole because you have people who need you here. You have your wife, you're going to have kids and, you know, people who need you to be here for them. I no longer need you. You no longer need me. I have to go. And Sam, of course, is broken up about this, but eventually he does come to terms with it. And you know, while we read in the appendices that he will eventually sail into the West, apparently, on his own, and follow Frodo, it's not clear that he's doing it out of a sense of following Frodo, and maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but even if he is, it's not necessarily in the same way of, like, I have to be with Frodo again before I die. It's, you know, the one thing that he's missing from his life is going with the rest of the ring bearers, because he was a ring bearer for a short amount of time. But the main thing here is when Frodo tells him, you have to be one and whole for many years, he's telling Sam, you have to let me go. You know, I was the focus of so much of your life up to this point, but I can't be anymore. You have your own family. You have to tend to them. You have to be with them. You have your obligations to them. And another thing that he brings up is, you know, it's going to be your job to read from the Red Book and keep alive the memory of these things and pass it on down the generations. And that is part of his role as well, not just to his own family, but passing on the memory of these things to, you know, hobbits in general and even into the Fourth Age in general. So, Frodo is, you know, pushing him in the direction of, you know, you've already started down this road of being your own person, 
Now you need to complete that journey and let me go and do what you're meant to do on your own. And so when he returns to the Shire from the Havens and leaving Frodo, he may not be completely one and whole because he is missing Frodo, but when he tells Rosie, well, I'm back, that is at least a an indication that he is going to be one and whole. He is back. You know, he's he's never really been back himself because he's always been kind of a part of Frodo. Now that Frodo is gone and he has, you know, no way to focus on Frodo or be part of Frodo's life, he is now his own hobbit, whether he likes it or not. And he is there solely to focus on his own family and his own responsibilities. And he is finally in a position to do so in the way that he is meant to be doing. And so when he says that, it's like his way of saying, I'm finally here. I have arrived. I am my own hobbit. I am, you know, here for the rest of my life as Sam Gamgee, not as Frodo's servant, not as Frodo's friend, not as any of these things. I am Sam Gamgee. I am here and I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to be mayor of, you know, Bag End and, I mean, not Bag End, Hobbiton and do all the things that, you know, I need to do as me. You know, this. so the well I'm back, which always confused me, is really a perfect summation of Sam's character arc. It's really just bringing all of that progression that he achieved throughout the quest to its final, truly final culmination and putting him in the position of being truly his own hobbit now that Frodo has sailed west across the sea. So that's my theory on what the ending of The Lord of the Rings means. If anybody else has a different theory on what it means, I'd be interested to hear it. So please do leave comments below. So I hope you enjoyed that theory that I just laid out there for what the ending means. If you did, please do give it a thumbs up, share it around. Like I said, leave comments in the below if you have a different theory on the significance of the ending of the story. It'd be interesting to get into a conversation about that. You can follow me on Twitter at JRRTLore for some occasional Tolkien-related trivia questions. You can also follow me on Rumble and Odyssey as YouTube alternatives, and I've got podcast versions of these episodes going up now as well, so you can get me that way. And, of course, you can support me on Patreon, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel and click the bell icon for all the notifications. Until the next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namariye.